0: This is an OHS.com.au production. Welcome to episode 64 of the Australian Health and Safety Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show. And today I'm with Brad Walden from a new, uh, well, it's an up and coming sort of rebrand called Cohesion. Do you want to tell us, Brad, what's uh, what's happening with you and and Cohesion and Walden?
1: Yeah, mate, thanks. Thanks for having me for, for a chat. Um, we've got a little bit of a long, long, interesting background, but I'll, I'll just start if that's all right with where we're currently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we, we've been heavily focused on, um, heavy industry and, um, optimizing processes, management processes around productivity and, um, safety and people. Um, we've spent a few years learning, learning by mistake, a lot of it yeah uh, which, is, which is a good way um we're at the point now where, where we've got a platform and, a, and a, a few customers are getting a lot of value out of the platform um it's nothing cutting edge in terms of technology it's it's using all well-proven technology like cloud computing the mobility that we've all, all become familiar with but what we're doing is we're applying it um, in a way that we're, we're able to get um high performing processes stuff that Previously, is done manually, paper. um, We're able to get those high-performing processes repeatable and and a lot more efficient um, using technology.
0: Oh, okay. So, is it like a is it a safety management system of sorts, or is it something different to that?
1: There's components of safety management in there. So, um, just just to throw throw a few things out there, um, we, we we've. Got some contractor management functionality in there that we think is pretty pretty cutting edge. We we've expanded on extended on um, you know traditional contractor management, where it's very much about um, ensuring contractors are uh, compliant to come on site. Um, we've taken that a step further, where um, businesses are obviously losing a lot of sight. Once that person can get through their security gate, um, they lose sight of them, um, and, and that's that's the the area where the real hazards are. Um, so, so we've done a lot of work with putting um, putting information in in frontline supervisors' hands um, and and making it very transparent as to who's on site, what they're doing, what their what their competencies are. So that the frontline supervisor, instead of uh, chasing around paperwork and information, um, they've got it all at their fingertips, and they can spend their time on the frontline.
0: So, with, so with some of your bigger customers like. Give us a feel for how many contractors could be on site at um, you know during
1: during a a normal uh, shift, yep. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can vary. Um, a big a big um, operation might have five thousand contractors coming and going. Um, wow, not all at the same time, but um, it wouldn't uh, be unusual to have five hundred uh, to a thousand contractors on on site um, at. At any one time, so as you can imagine, it, it's a um, it's inherently carry, carries a lot of variables.
0: Um, yeah,
1: it reduces risk. So, so
0: I'd imagine Cohesion then gives managers alerts if I don't know someone's insurance is out of date yeah. or. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said competencies as well. What sort of? Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Um, if they've got a boilermaker there to do a job. Um, the the system puts a lot of work back onto the contractor. Um, yeah. So when they come on site, they've got to step through um, a digital process. It takes them thirty seconds a minute. Um, yeah. What, what they're there to do. Um, the system does the thinking for the supervisor and the work. If they don't have the competency, say the hot work competency to be uh, be able to do that welding, um, it'll pull them up and and it'll highlight to the supervisor this this person's you know.
0: So if they're put on i guess they, they could fill out that um like contractor induction before they arrive to site like yeah. i'm just thinking are people carrying around i don't know licenses and that sort of thing is that how they validate that they've got the competency
1: or... uh, the manual stuff stuff's gone now i remember um I, remember I had a flashback i remember when i was a machinery operator early in my career um and i had a little pocket of all my uh machinery cards not sure if they still exist yeah, uh, but in terms of um, how they're managed, um, from what we're seeing, it's all digital now. So there's evidence that gets loaded, but um, it all sits in a in a in a database in the cloud.
0: That's funny because we have a um, I've got an RTO that operates in Canberra and. There's a few mandatory courses down there like permits to work and still mm. the culture in Canberra is everybody wants a physical card still, even though mm. the government has now gone to digital licenses and um yeah. yeah, I agree with you, it's a way of the future. But there's still some hanging on to that, you know, they want that physical physical card mm. still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. yeah, I guess we're in that in that period of of um transition.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean You'd think if the government's um, issuing digital licenses it's, it's time. Because normally yeah. government's a bit a bit behind, right? So yeah. Yeah. um so like software developing software is no easy, you know, feat to do. How long has it taken you to um, develop this? You you were saying earlier before you got on the call, you've been going since two thousand and six. Is was it software in the beginning or is it something that you've um I don't know, transitioned yeah. to over time?
1: Look, um, wasn't soft, software from the beginning. Um, so I, I started out as a diesel, diesel pitter with, um, local caterpillar dealer. Um, I had a hip replacement in my early twenties. Right. um, And I went, I need to do something with my brain. Yeah. uh, Because obviously lifting big things now isn't, isn't one of my, one of my strengths. Yeah. Um, and technology, yeah. IT was a bit of a fad. And I don't know whether I have interest in this, um, yeah. but it seems to be a trend. So I went yeah. and did an IT degree and I guess my mind sort of lent itself to software development. Um, my career went off in a different path. It took me 10 years to do the IT degree. Yeah. Um, and they kind of just come back together. Um, once I, once I started realizing, um, but McCrea went down a path that was very much um, process. So even as a diesel fitter, it, it was systems thinking. You, you had a process that you followed, you had to follow accurately to get the right out, outcome when, you, when you're when rebuilding an engine, for example, it's not something you just do randomly. Yeah. Um, and then when I moved into the management space, reliability engineer, it, it continued on that thread. And when I realised the benefit we could get by applying not cutting-edge technology. Like we're not, we 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 are using proven technology, um, but applying it um, in the way where we're, we're we're getting efficiency out of business processes and getting business processes accurate. Um, I think that was the moment that I realised, yeah, I like this. I want to do this. So yeah. uh, probably two thousand and nine, we started mucking around with software. Um, didn't really hit any rubber with. Uh, proper production system until 2015, so yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. while, a little bit of investment, uh, yeah. yeah, make some mistakes and, and learn from it. So am I right
0: in understanding that you were working in industry, you saw a need and then you've gone out and started your own thing to address that need? Yeah. That, I, I guess frustrations that you couldn't do when you were, you know, on the client side, so to speak, and then... um yeah, You've de- developed a solution for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I um, I'd never thought of it that way, mate. That wasn't um, in my mind when I started um, business, yep. but um, it probably has enabled it because um, I haven't had the constraints I would have if I if I was um, inside a large organisation with um, with the controls they have in place to innovate, um, slows yep. it down. so um, I guess it wasn't the reasoning for going out on my own, but it was the benefit um, yeah. for my own business is, is we could move quickly. We could, um, you know, we didn't have the barriers and blockers that, um, that that we you would have otherwise.
0: So tell me, like, did you have some uh, friendly customers from the start where you could kind of experiment with? Like, how yeah. how did you get your first, you know, first couple of customers, in other words?
1: Yeah. Um, so it was off the back of the consulting work. So we were doing consulting work in project managing asset management process improvement. Um, and, uh, one of the clients I was there, I think I was helping with some, um, maintenance improvement. Um, uh, yeah. and they had a need. They were trying to plan and manage their, um, their underground mine operation in an Excel spreadsheet. Um, and, uh, Someone who, who was a little bit familiar with me went. Hey, did you know that uh, Brad can do that properly? Um, so that was, that was the first <laughs> one.
0: Yeah, the
1: yeah, the first one. Um, and then from there, we, obviously, um, yeah, we've got better at what we we do, and yeah. um, people are starting to become a bit more aware. Um, yeah, of the value we can add. And um, and so,
0: 2015, you sort of like. There was a program, or like, is it it's uh, deployed via the cloud, or
1: yeah, cloud a cloud based um they call it a a web application, so yeah, yeah application, um, which was you know that was the technology at the time, yeah, Um, yeah, best suited, so yeah, that's what and and all we're doing all of the stuff we're doing now is cloud based, um, we we gave up on any um, you know, physical. Based deployments um, ten years ago,
0: uh, and and is mining your sort of main sector that you work in, or do you work with other industry?
1: Do We we we've, we've done a little bit of work with other industries. Um, yeah, manufacturing, um, little bit in construction. Made a, a, We we've got to where we are working largely with mining, so that that's a big focus for us in the next. At the moment, we we're, we're, we're really trying to establish this this business as a product business that we can you know redeploy and scale the platform um, to other industries so mm. yeah over the next couple of years that that's um that's our focus is to go well what's the value that that we delivered for mining and where can that that be applied in other industries that have similar issues
0: yeah i guess that's a danger if you try and get go lots of industries at the same time you risk serving none of them well so Sounds yep. sounds like a wise move to master one sector before moving on to the next bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you can get too busy, mate. If you if you stretch stretch the team too thin, um, yeah, that's not a happy life when everyone's stretched. Yeah. Too. So,
0: yeah. And so, are your developers um, like? Have you got a number of staff
1: working for you, or you, you use? Yeah, like- we're, we're about we're at nineteen at the moment. So. Um, we, we sat around the ten for a long time. Um, yeah, under the ten, and in the last six months, six to twelve months, we've, we've seen a little bit of growth. So, mm. um, yeah, I guess we've doubled in the last in the last twelve months, um, and that growth seems to be seems to be the way forward. Um, yeah, so I'm doing I'm doing a fair bit of learning.
0: Yeah, is it? So, is, is it your? Um, is it one hundred percent your business? Right, or have you got business
1: partners or Yeah. Um start at hundred percent mine. It's I'm slowly um we 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 were we're a really tight team, so um employee shares is a part of part of the incentive. So um uh, over time it'll it, it, my ownership will dilute, but um at the moment it's it's near hundred percent mine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's to sort of lock in key people yeah. that have got a lot of knowledge and Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing too is is when people are invested in it, um, like it's their business. They're not just turning up working for someone, it's it's their business. So that they they're a lot more invested personally, obviously, in, in the outcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then so how do you get um like I, I'm curious to see how many customers are still working on Excel or
1: or Google Sheets or <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have thought, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um and i'm not a um i'm not a i'm not any excel um we we do processes in our business right? although yeah. when people are new to the business they come in and and it's surprising that a um, software business is is using excel for some some poor processes yeah um, the benefit of excel is is you can really put it in the um you know on the front line people on the front line can modify How the system works, how the processes work. And, and there's been a lot of situations where we come along and we've actually taken where they're at, um, with Excel and the process where they're at, which is a, can be a better starting point than if they've got nothing, because they're already along the journey of going, right, we're trying to, um, you know, we're trying to systemize this. Mm. Um, So it's just a matter of going, right, that that they know that process. Um, how can we, how can we then take Excel away? and put some robust software in there to make that process more reliable. Um, so yeah, some good things can come from come from Excel and there's, to answer your question, prevalent. Uh, the use of Excel is um, is prevalent.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it's like a, a foundation point and then you the software can automate a lot of that hmm. stuff that's being done manually over time.
1: Yeah, the speed and the ease of it. If you went, right, we're gonna do this and we're gonna go pay someone to develop software, probably never going to make any inroads um, yeah. frontline people can um you know they can put processes in place themselves um which is going off on a little bit of a tangent that's been a real focus for us um, we try and work really closely with the frontline people so when we when we get given a problem um you know our problem might come from management or it might come from a corporate department um, they're not the people that we need to work with. To develop the solution, the people we need to work with are the frontline people that are going to be using it. Mm. Um, they're, they're the people that you know are going to get the right results out of the design. Uh, yeah, I'll find a little bit of a tangent, but um, that's that's why Excel so so um, has been so effective and still still used heavily. Um, yeah.
0: Mm. So what's the uh, what's the the future plans for you, Brad, with
1: uh, Cohesion? Yeah. Look. Um, we, we do have a 10 year plan. Um, obviously with the growth, I've started to sit back and take more of a strategic view. Um, yes. With of people who know, know a lot more about management than me. Um, I've been lucky to have, have other people in the industry, um, around me, willing to support me, give advice. Um, so we, we, I talked about our immediate immediate plan is around make, making sure we establish ourselves uh, sustainably as a as a product business. Mm-hmm. Um, start looking at some of the other industries around us. Um, we're close to signing up uh, a contract with one of the major ports in Queensland. Um, start looking at some of the other industries. Get back into consulting, but long term we want to be um, we want to support that industrial transition towards more environmentally operations. Um, Whatever that, that might mean. Um, but you know, we, we're not, we haven't got our head in the sand expecting things are going to stay the same way. Um, mm. we want industry to thrive. You know, industry has, has given a lot to Australia. It's given a lot to us as a business. Mm. Um, and, and we want it to thrive. We want it, want it to adapt, um, to where it needs, needs to adapt to. And, and we think that our, I, I guess our process, um, Management process experience and the technology that we bring in, um, yeah, I guess support and empower how these businesses to move move to where um, where the world wants them to go.
0: Mm. So at the moment, um, Walden is the consulting arm. Yeah, what what percentage of the business would that? Make up is it like 50 50
1: or at the moment it is zero. So, oh,
0: ah, um, so it's all, all the software at the moment,
1: at the moment. Yeah. Um, it we are at a stage where it was stretching me two things. So, I've yeah. just been focused purely on the software business. Um, mm. it will come back in in the next 12, 12 to 24 months. We'll, we'll, um, we'll open the doors on the consulting side of things again.
0: Because I was just wondering whether the consulting is kind of a You kind of need that in a way to introduce them to the software.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of benefit out of the two things together. Um, Mm. The consulting side gives us a lot of insight. um,
0: Yeah. Where the problems are.
1: Yeah. 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 Without that, we would just be a bunch of people doing stuff on a computer, which, yeah, so the consulting side has given us and it will continue to give us a lot of insight in the industry.
0: And so I'm I'm just thinking about, like, getting new customers and that sort of thing. It's a word of mouth, Brad, or like... It has been, 100
1: yeah. word yeah. of mouth. I've got yeah. um, a marketing guru working with me at the moment. Um, I can tell you it is not my forte. I look at it and I go, it all <laughs> is the same to me. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, that's an area that I bow out of marketing. Um, so, yeah, I've got someone... Who specializes in that starting to work with me at the moment so that we can move away from just being word of mouth to um, yeah, people knowing about us,
0: yeah. So, just give us a, a quick rundown of cohesion. All the sort of you say you've got safety, it covers safety, it covers
1: what else, yeah. Look, um, we've got some stuff we did recently, um, in there. Around, um, explosive dust in, in underground mining. So, um, I had a really, got, I've got a really talented young fella, um, that I sponsored his thesis, um, yep. Sydney, um, and he, he looked after that project with us. So there, there's, you would have heard a lot about, um, you know, um, incidents, accidents with explosions in underground coal. So, um, it, it's a, it's a function that helps them stay on top of, um, the, the particle count, um, of explosive dust. Um, we've got stuff that helps, um, with hot seat changeovers, operator lineups to get the most out of fleets and the, and the people you've got, um, some automated scheduling in around the maintenance space. So, um, you know, taking all your parameters, the resources you have, the priority, the work, the, the areas of the plant that are going to be, be offline and automating that maintenance scheduling. Uh, we've got some mobility around maintenance, asset compliance. We even did functionality around COVID. So one of our clients, we saved them millions in testing to keep their doors open. Um, so it managed the self-testing process um, and allowing people on site when they pass and all of that. Um, that was a little bit one from left field that yeah. only a temporary, temporary function. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where do I go from here? Right, uh,
0: it's, it sounds like really, really rigorous, and and, uh, and and so am I right in understanding that like customer A has a problem, and then customer B, C, D potentially get when you build something out, they potentially get the benefit of that as well.
1: That's the model, mate. That's the model I've gone for. So um, I get told a lot that um, we need a product a proper uh, product manager in our business, and we, we may do. Um, but the thing I've found that we do, do different is we're not sitting here going, oh, we think this is a good idea, let's go test the market. Our market testing is when customers are talking to us about their problems. Mm. Uh, and to me, if a customer is willing to pay us to help solve the problem, that to me says there's, a, there's an issue, a real issue. Yeah, um, Probably exists in a more broader broader sense.
0: And and I guess that's a benefit also, like say if you're focusing on underground mining, I wouldn't imagine that, you know, different location, but probably the same or similar set of problems that are happening.
1: Yeah. 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 And that was a good example, underground mining, because it it probably is, of all the mining processes, the closest one to a manufacturing process. Mm. Um, It's very consistent and and cycling. So, um, yeah.
0: So is is it like you have the structure and then there's a bit of setup involved to contextualise it for each customer? like
1: configuring it. So we've we've gone in a way where everything we do, we make it, there might be a specific requirement for that customer or a specific policy or something that's specific to their business. We will make that generic in the platform so that it's configurable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I guess that's part of the setup, right, the training and setup to yeah. tweak it so it yeah. fully works for each site. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thanks um, so much, Brad, for coming on the show today. If people want to find out more about Cohesion and uh, Walden, what's your the best website?
1: Yeah, Cohesion.com.au.
0: Brilliant. Okay,
1: mate. Great to have you on. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your time.
0: You've been listening to an ohs.com.au production. I hope you've been enjoying listening to the podcast. If you are, it would be great if you could help us out by leaving us a review and sharing this with friends and colleagues.